My name is Nathan Kolopek. I am Matthew Morkin. And this is the Veritas Equipping Podcast. Our goal is, especially during this time, to equip you to live out your faith and love Jesus well. So Veritas, today we're talking about one of the categories we've used sort of inside the staff to talk about our strategy for discipling people. We use this term, learn. And so we've, we've got one of our fellow adult ministry team members, Ashley Goose. Uh, <laughs> Ashley Goose. Well, I'll call her Goose the rest of the podcast. Can other people call you that? Sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. The, it's going to catch on like wildfire, just like the, the <laughs> term Big Mike. And they, yeah, and you're known for just calling people whatever. Am whether I? They want to be called that or not. <laughs> and you did reference Big Mike, so yeah. that's where it's at. I usually, I usually ask permission. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's okay. Sometimes. Sometimes, that's true. I want to talk today about your experience learning, like theological formation in your own life, your own walk with Jesus, the stuff you're involved in now, but also hear a little bit about the class that you taught this last round, A Healthy Christian Life, even the things that you're seeing God do as we work to have theological formation happen in this body. So I'm using this big term, theological formation, essentially we mean learning, right? Can you just describe for us what we mean when we're talking about theological formation happening in the people of Veritas? Yeah, so can I just talk a little personally in how I feel it applies? So I know that I grew up going to a church. I knew a lot of different things and heard stories from the Bible, and I would hear words like abiding and reading and prayer, and it wasn't until I was much older and discipled for the first time, which I know we've talked about the importance of that, where I actually started learning more and kind of realizing, hey, there's a lot I don't actually know but I think assumed, or at least I felt assumed I should know. So it's really you don't know what you don't know until you start learning more. And so even just thinking about learning for the people of Veritas, that they have the opportunity to grow in their understanding of not only God's love for them and his care for them, but who God is, how his Bible is a a comprehensive story um, from the very beginning, and getting the opportunity to learn these things yeah and be okay admitting there's things you just don't know yeah understand so that was personally feeling like even being invited into studying through Veritas School of Theology which we'll get to in a minute I wanted to hear more yeah yeah was a little intimidating because I felt like hey I've been walking with Jesus a really long time I should know more Hmm. than I did yeah and that should has a lot of power to bring shame and not a lot of power to bring change oh, I should know this already, I should mm-hmm. know this, but what if I don't? <laughs> yeah. What if I just, sometimes it's a really helpful exercise to stop and, you know, maybe you've used a Christian word or Christian phrase like glorify God. Mm-hmm. We use that in our mission statement. Stop and, and go, can I describe in non sort of Christian language what mm-hmm. the word glory means? Where do I see that in the Bible? Where right. Can I describe that? That's That's part of this learning category, right? Even being able to think about the terms that we're using, the words and stuff. You mentioned Veritas School of Theology. Mm -hmm. What is that? What are you doing with that? What's going on? Yeah, so Veritas School of Theology is a kind of newer thing coming off of, like through Cornerstone up in Ames, our, would you say, mother church? Mothership. (laughs) Mothership has this thing. (laughs) (laughs) But for for years, yeah, as a network, we've been trying to grow in that, yeah, and this is one extension. Jeff Dodge moved from Ames to 
Iowa City, and so getting to partner with us in that, yeah. Right. So it's an opportunity where you're taking, you have the option of take it, taking the classes at a master level to get credits through Midwestern um, Baptist Theological School, School of Theology. Seminary. That one. <laughs> in Kansas City, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so what I was going to say is you can take it for credit or you can take it on an audit level that really levels the playing field, that this is not just classes that are only for people who are in ministry, but they could be people within the community that just want the opportunity to grow in some basic theological things, um, like just walking through systematic theology and Old Testament survey, we're now in New Testament, and just really learning the basics that can give you the opportunity personally to apply and grow, but also help you share with others what you're learning. And you and Randall, who's also on our team, you're yeah. both going through this right mm-hmm. now. And you guys are doing some intense work. You're writing yeah. papers, you're writing theological position papers, mm-hmm. you're reading books that are stretching your minds. Yeah. What's something that's just been personally edifying, helpful for you as you've been taking these classes? Yeah, so when I first was given the opportunity to take these classes, I remember feeling intimidated because I did have a degree and a master's degree in the form of teaching and education and felt confident in that. But then now not having an undergraduate in theology or any of that was a bit intimidating. But from the very beginning, reading Knowing God by J.I. Packer, the first chapter in this book, he's basically saying the importance of knowing information about God is to love God mm. more. And so being able to realize that no matter the, you know, I may, I wanted to learn some things that could help in sharing with people and encouraging people, but ultimately was pretty blessed by the opportunity to love God more through learning more about him. Because yeah. it's hard to love someone that you don't know much about. I've heard you and Randall both, I think, mm-hmm. quote that in the office. It's hard to, it's hard to love what you don't know. Mm-hmm. And if, if we want to love God more, knowing him, growing close to him, understanding him. I think, Matthew, on the podcast, we've talked before about what gets your attention, gets your affection, what gets your affection, gets your action. Mm-hmm. And so often in the Christian life, we're like, man, why are my actions changing? Why are my actions changing? Well, my attention hasn't shifted. Mm-hmm. I haven't actually focused my eyes on who God is to let him change my desires, my wants, that change my actions. The concept isn't foreign. I mean, we do that in our relationships if, yeah. if we've had them. And, you know, when you connect with somebody, even at, at a coworker level, you you don't trust them on day one. You're not going to have them move your car if you need your car moved because you don't know them. And so as you build that relationship mm-hmm. with that person or whatever, you know, then you, you grow in trust. And if it's the right relationship, you grow in love and, and go from there. Yeah, that's huge. So this isn't like a pitch for VST or whatever, but do you think it's valuable for your average just person at Veritas to take these kinds of classes? Yes, definitely in terms that one thing I've definitely taken away is now literally each day as I read my Bible, I understand it in a way I did not prior to these classes. Yeah. So just being able to walk through from the um, beginning of creation in Genesis through the various covenants and now getting into the New Testament and Jesus, his life, what he did, just talking about atonement for a week, reading about the concept of atonement, which I'd heard of and I knew briefly about, but really digging in just impacts my daily 
understanding and knowledge of reading my Bible and talking to people. Yeah. As we're, we're recording this podcast, it's December 2020. We'll open up more information, opportunities to hear about Veritas School of Theology more publicly this coming spring, spring 2021. So if you're listening to this this December, there will be more information coming, but it's a nine-month curriculum essentially. And like you said before, yeah, you can get master's level credit or you could do it from an audit. And that's the thing that maybe I'd like to emphasize too. Mm -hmm. Like you had no theology training. You didn't have, um, you know, at the college level any credits in religion. Mm -hmm. So you came onto this. Um, So would you say it's pretty introductory? Was it easy to get get into that or how how did it go at first? Yeah, that's a great question. It was very intimidating at first because there were words being used and things that were kind of described that I should already know. And I didn't. So but it really starts, um, I think, Jeff Dodge, who teaches, just does a great job of bringing things down to a person that doesn't have all of the background can fully understand. So there are definitely things and still things that are a bit over my head, but in a way that I'm learning tools and ways to figure these things out, to ask questions. You're also with a cohort of other people that are taking the classes too at various levels, not only of knowledge of God, also um, time of like walking with God Mm. and being a believer. And so just definitely anyone at any point can come in and um, basically kind of take away to what you're looking to get out of it. So, yeah. And his master's level, I might, you know, writing some of the papers, like there's some, there's some tough work to do, but it's one of those things where you get out what you put in. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, and remembering that, um, and I have to remind myself this a lot, that the reason of taking these classes and writing these papers is to learn to know more about God and to then therefore love and obey him more because I am learning and growing. That's good. Yeah, we're, our goal as a church is not just to have a bunch of people that can use fancy religious language, but to be people that are captivated with Jesus, that love him, that know him personally. And a big part of that is using the minds he's given us. Love the Lord your God with all of your mind. There's a command in there. Also, as I, I've been thinking this this past week, even sharing with some guys, Philippians 4, 8, Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there's any excellence, if there's anything worthy of praise, think about these things. There's a command to think, to mm-hmm. use your brain, to think about these things. And God is the one who encapsulates all that stuff. Also thinking about the book of Romans, from what I've read, correct me if I'm wrong, if anyone knows different than me, or hey, if you're listening out there and you catch me wrong in this, um, shoot an email to, to Big Mike to Big Mike at VeritasSierra.Church. <laughs> the first command in the book of Romans is consider yourself dead to sin but alive to God in Christ mm-hmm. in chapter 6. It's a way of thinking about who you are and what you are. That's the first command in the book of Romans that, that I am aware of. Choose to, to think about who you are differently in light of this truth. You got to know the truth and then apply the truth actively in your mind. So you taught a class called A Healthy Christian Life recently. And part of these rounds of classes that we're doing, we want to do them every fall and spring. Matthew, you've been really involved in the STEPS class. I know that uh, that's been a really great opportunity for people both to disciple other people and to learn, kind of get some theological foundation there. So Ashley, tell us about that Healthy Christian Life class. What are the things that you went over? What's the goal of that class? And I'd love to even hear just how you've seen God work through people working to love him with their minds, working to learn. Right. 
So kind of the beginning of the class, we just talk about um, as being a part of Veritas because folks who come to this class are a part of the church um, and what is our mission statement to raise up mature disciples, send out everyday missionaries, glorify God. How do we do those things? How do we how do we raise up? How do we become a mature disciple? So spending time just thinking through what is the gospel? What does it look like to abide in God? Spending time in the word. Um, we learned through having a new set of, you know, how you're thinking. We talked about that earlier. To learn, to um, be part of community realizing that, you know, there's no solo Christians. And so thinking through these elements of what Veritas wants to be a group of and how can we go a little deeper and practically do those things. So each week we just had a different focus that we would spend time just practically diving into how do you become a healthy Christian, a mature disciple. Yeah, that's awesome. And and a lot of it is based on exactly what you're saying, those six essential elements of a disciple that's kind of silly branding, whatever, but but these things mm-hmm. we've identified as like all of these work together to make us, yeah, mature disciples that, that can be on mm-hmm. mission. What was your favorite lesson of those? Yeah, I think uh, the learning beans, I'm not saying that just because this podcast is about Nerd. learning, but thinking about what you mentioned earlier, what's getting your attention will impact your affection and then your action. We really were able to look at God's word and see where it shows us that we actually have a choice and we have to think about what we're thinking about. Mm. We have to be processing what is getting my attention, how is that affecting me, my heart, my emotion, and then how does that impact action um, or my actions. And so just it happened to land that we were doing that lesson right as the election um, was happening and you know just continual things with COVID and just really getting to talk with the women about what are the things right now that are getting your attention and how is that impacting your emotion and all of that leading to action and how once you recognize it, what you can actually do to set your mind on things above. I just think it was really applicable and and helpful for me as I was teaching it and just hearing stories of women who did an attention uh, attention audit. Mm. So they just stopped throughout that next week a couple times a day to think about what they were thinking about. And one gal specifically shared, she just realized how negative her thoughts were during the day, maybe towards coworkers or towards her job, kind kind of a complaining spirit. And since she thought about it, she could do something different because she took the time to think about what she was thinking about. Yeah, that's cool. I should point out that I think on almost every podcast we reference Colossians three. So <laughs> thank you. So Matthew's heart is full. He is he is full of joy <laughs> with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love the fact that we get to gather a group of people together and learn. Mm-hmm. It feels like once you graduate from high school or for some folks college, whatever, you kind of stop learning, <laughs> mm-hmm. and that's that's such a that's such a silly thing because. At the beginning of Knowing God by Packer, I think he quotes Charles Spurgeon from a sermon basically saying that God is the one subject you can continue to study for eternity and never reach the bottom of. And so he's the one subject, the one topic that actually will continue to make you wiser and smarter as you, because any other subject will hit a natural limit, but God is the one that for eternity will continue to grow you. And we don't hit a point in our Christian life where we stop growing. 
That's a beautiful thing. Because even when we die and we're in his presence, we'll continue to be transformed from one degree of glory to the next. For eternity, we'll get to understand and enjoy more of God. So why not learn to enjoy that now and step into that now? What do you think would happen if our church learned more? Just dream with me a little bit. What would happen if we all sort of took this mantle of learner and started to grow in our knowledge and understanding of God more? Yeah, I think we would be able to fulfill or um, become what like our mission statement is as a church, that we would individually become mature disciples who make other disciples because we'd learn and see who God is, what he's actually called us to. We'd learn that life isn't actually about me and my comforts, but it's about God and his kingdom and what he's doing. So that would just multiply the work. I think we would glorify God as we're doing those things and we would be more um, excited and amped up to reach the next person, to be willing to move to the next place for God and for more people to come to know him. And I know personally that's what I saw God do in my life was the more I learned, it was as if I couldn't just sit on that and do something with what I was learning and the love that was growing for God. Yeah, that's cool. All right, last thing. I want the three of us to give one book recommendation. We don't usually do this, but this is kind of fun. Maybe it's something that you should ask for for Christmas or something that you should get for someone else for Christmas. What's a book recommendation that you guys have to help people start learning? Matthew, what's a book that you've recommended lately? I think one of the books that, you know, when it comes to knowing God, I mean, just reflecting even what you've already said, Ashley, just when you know, the more you know about God, the more motivated you're you are to share about him when you have a good car and you know that the car can go through mud or go through snowdrifts you might go through mud and snowdrifts because you know it can handle it and so a book that really impacted my life it was the book chosen by god by rc sproul and it just talks about the lordship of god and it's very mega and it really really hammered me hard the first chapter is a whopper it's like Dude, if you write a book, you want to kind of lure the people in. He didn't. He just kind of hits you on the head on chapter one. And so that was a really eye-opening book for me about his greatness and his power and his supremacy. Yeah. What about you, Nate? What's the book you've recommended lately? We're having a lot of the people in our, our new leader pathway read Gospel Fluency. I think it's a pretty approachable book, but I want all of our leaders to read it because it's essentially saying we don't move beyond the gospel. We learn to to more skillfully apply the gospel to different situations. I think that's really helpful. Another book that really gets my heart is... Wait a second. You get to recommend two? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) I want in. Okay. Well, you talked... You you gave a car analogy. I gave book recommendations. So... (laughs) Another book that, that I really like is from A.W. Tozer. It's Pursuit of God. Mm-hmm. He's one of those authors that writes these tiny little books, but you read two pages and you just have to stop and chew on it for a while. So I think, I think that's a good one. I've read it a couple different times. I want to read it again just because he's got some stuff in there that's just really helpful for me to read. Yeah, it's hard to think of one specifically, but the one I would recommend um, that I've read multiple times in the last maybe year is Suffering, Gospel Hope When Life Doesn't Make Sense by Paul David Tripp. And I think 
God has taught me the most. I've learned the most through deep, hard suffering in my life. And I learned in VST that we are being conformed to Christ, that into the cross. That is how we actually, his kingdom will advance, is through experiencing suffering and entering in. And this book can really take anything you're walking through, which 2020, we we give 2020 this year a hard time, you know, a hard time, but really I think it's given us opportunities to just see what we're made of. And knowing more about how God uses suffering and that all things are for our good and his glory will just shift, I think, shift our attention. It'll shift all the things for the better. That's great. Very tough. We want to learn. We want to love the Lord our God with all of our minds. He has given you a mind so that you can know him and love him and, and follow after him. It might feel intimidating to you to start reading some some books that are maybe thick, maybe it's foreign to your experience. Get some friends, get some community around you to start doing these things. Maybe you're intrigued by getting some master's level classes under your belt. You'll hear more again about Veritas School of Theology coming up this spring. We would love for more people to take advantage of that. And then our regular classes that we're doing, we hope those are really practical, even as they shape your mind, to live out our mission together with this vision that discipleship will lead to ministry multiplication. That's this vision that we have, that God would would work through us, that the kingdom would expand life to life. But that starts with us knowing him. It's hard to love who you don't know, but God's worth our love. And so let's learn to know him together. Mm -hmm. Thanks for joining us for this podcast, Goose. Appreciate your time. Thanks. Thanks for listening in, guys. Uh, we love you, and we hope that even today you, you just want to know and love Jesus more.